This is Jews with Tattoos. Body art is a fascinating way of communicating, and behind each piece of ink work is a real human story. On this podcast, we find and share those stories, and we'll shed light on how members of our tribe express themselves and walk in this world. I'm your host, Noam Rauscher, and welcome to Jews with Tattoos. So, uh, Alan, I was wondering, um, can you uh, describe uh, the spiritual upbringing you had as a child? Like, what was it like growing up in the house in a spiritual or religious sort of way? Uh, It felt like a super conservative upbringing where Judaism was in, like, the top three of priorities in Mm -hmm. life. What were the other two? Uh, family and school. So this is Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Where, you know, right. the, the priorities are really family oriented. So sure, school and family life. And then also Judaism, I could see coming into the top three there. Were there, you know, times where you went to Hebrew school, times where you hated it, um, times maybe where you loved it or, or when you had your bar mitzvah, what was that like? I, I didn't particularly like Hebrew school or Hebrew high that much uh my bar mitzvah was cool i i enjoyed that that was a fun time um and i really enjoyed uh the youth groups that were available through the jewish community um because most of the friendships i made in the youth groups and the Jewish summer camps uh, are friendships that I still have with people today. I'm sure a lot of people would say that the Jewish summer camp was probably the most impactful thing that they ended up experiencing as a kid, um, the most identity-defining element of their youth and upbringing. So I'm not surprised. You know, I, I, Sammy, your grandfather, was also a really wonderful guy, and I know was a big influence on your life. Did you know? Did he have anything to say about your Jewish identity, or did he make an impression on you in, in that way? Uh, I mean, I have lots of memories of growing up. My, my grandfather was very involved in the Jewish community in Charlotte um, and was uh, every Saturday he would go to Temple Israel for, you know, services at 9 o'clock. And oftentimes I would go with him or meet him and go with him. And he instilled the Jewish value into both me and my sister at a very young age. Um, And it was something that was important to both of us all the way up until his passing. Mm. Yeah, I could see that as being important. And uh, uh, he had some particular opinions about tattoos, didn't he? I mean, he wasn't isolated in that. He didn't keep those feelings to himself. No, he was a firm believer in uh, that uh, Jews don't get tattoos, and it was forbidden 
Now his, um, he's a he was a nice guy. I remember being really friendly. I can't imagine that he would have any particular standards or put his foot down about anything. Why was it this? Uh, he believed that uh, because Jews were tattooed in the Holocaust, um, that getting tattooed uh, just wasn't acceptable. And he also... He never really viewed, like, as society, as, as things changed, he wasn't always uh, with the times. Sure. You know, and so, you know, tattoos weren't acceptable, uh, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Right. You know, almost until really now, because there's been a generation shift where it's You mean like, for Jews you know, or for in general that tattoos haven't really been accepted? For, for Jews. Sure. Uh, you know, I remember that my first time going on birthright, uh, or my first time going to Israel on birthright. Uh, you know, you go to Israel, and it seems like almost everybody has a tattoo. Right. You can't avoid them there, especially with all no. the Israelis walking around with their shirts off. Yeah. Even when you're not at the beach. Yeah. So what are the tattoos that you have? What are the Jewish tattoos that you have, Alan? I'd love to hear about them and, and why you got them, especially if your grandfather was such a wonderful influence in your life. This is also something that he stood against, right? You know, if he's going to offer an opinion about anything, I know that he would mean it. Sammy didn't take things lightly. So why on earth would he make a big deal about a tattoo and then you as his grandson also go and get one? What's that about? Uh, I would say that I don't follow the rules of what society dictates. Sure. I choose to live my life how I want to live my life. Uh, you know, it may not always be the best decisions, but you only get one life to live. Right. And I'm here to enjoy it. That's good to know. So with that in mind, what are the tattoos? Uh, so my tattoo is the state of Israel, and it's on my right arm and um i got it in 2016 i believe yeah 2016 still uh, fresh. Okay. in san francisco while visiting a good friend of mine that i had lived with when i lived in israel So you were visiting your friend in San Francisco, of all places, and went into a tattoo shop and got the State of Israel tattooed because that was your roommate when you were living there. Yeah, we had... Uh, I, I had been looking for uh, a tattoo. I'd been looking to get this particular tattoo on my arm for a while, and I just happened to be in San Francisco, and there was a really good tattoo shop that I had read about uh, prior to coming to San Francisco, uh, and it just happened to work out that they had an open availability, and, you know, I thought it was meaningful that I was with my buddy, that uh, we both had lived together in Israel, and we were catching up and had some time to kill, uh, and so I got this Why tattoo. Why not get a tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. What? It, but... I mean, was it the friendship that mattered in order for you to get the tattoo, or was it the fact that you were in Israel? I mean, of all things, this is like the state of Israel. I imagine it's an outline, or is it colored in any particular way or anything like that? Uh, it's shaded black sure. and blue. Um, it was more of a, we were out 
and about type thing. And uh, I told him that I was thinking about getting this tattoo and he had said, well, what's stopping you? There's a tattoo shop around the corner. Let's go. So why not when in Rome? Yeah. A question you have to ask yourself a lot, you know, why not? Sure, why not? But uh, was there anything, like, are you a Zionist in any way, and it felt like a natural expression of your love for the state of Israel? I mean, I have to imagine, if you're going to choose to get anything, it's on your arm, right? And is it yeah. on your upper arm or your lower arm? Oh, it's on my upper arm. Uh, it can be covered easily with uh, just by wearing a shirt. Gotcha. Okay. Is it on the outside of the arm or the inside of the arm? It's on the outside. So it could be pretty easily seen if you were wearing a tank top or no shirt at all. Absolutely. And pretty, pretty, uh, pretty easily covered up as well if needed to. Yep. So in some ways, was this a kind of Zionistic effort on your part to say, you know, this is who I am. It's not only that I'm Jewish, but these are my people. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. And you lived in Israel for only a year. Just shy of a year, yes. I see, okay. And that year must have had some impression on you. Was that the first time you'd ever been to Israel before? That was my second time in Israel, but I had a lot of memorable events that took place. Sure. Um, you know, and when I left Israel, I left a little less spiritual, but more um, in touch with my Jewish identity and who I was as a Jew. Less spiritual, but more in touch with your Jewish identity? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Um... I had intentions of diving back into Judaism and uh, getting to my roots mm. as as a Jew. And unfortunately, I went down a path uh, of what I would consider like ultra-Orthodox. Mm. And it was just a little too much. Mm -hmm. uh, and people were too pressing. You know, like, I feel like you should be able to make opinions uh, on yourself. Sure. And a lot of the spiritual leaders and community that I was in uh, weren't really so much about... Uh, opinions as they were like this is how it should be and this is how it will be uh, no questioning or asking yeah they don't like questions so for you this is a real expression of your opinion of who you are yeah right but you didn't want to get the united states of america or anything like that um no because in all honesty at the end of the day um uh, you know, I, I live here, but I felt more, I feel more of a connection to Israel than I do America. Mm -hmm. Why is that, you think? Um, because uh, I think a, a, a Jewish state for the Jewish people, when you get a large group of Jews together all in one country, uh, it's a happy, beautiful place. Everybody gets along. Sure. Um, and then you come to America where we have a lot of problems 
and yeah. we don't do anything about them. So Israel, for you, represents a better life in many ways. Yeah, much a, a lot more uh, freedom of expression. Right. Do they or did people look at you with an Israel tattoo and think, oh, my God, what have you done to your body? I can't believe you as a Jew got a tattoo. Where? If you're in Israel. Oh, no, not at all. There's no judgment in mm. Israel. And what about back in the United States? Uh, a little bit. You have to be, you know, I, I travel a lot, so I have to be wary of the uh, environment mm. that I'm in. You know, I'm, I'm up in some very remote areas, especially being in the Pacific Northwest or yeah. being down in the Southeast. Uh, or when I was traveling last year and you, you're going through parts of Illinois, like you, you just have to be super wary of your surroundings. Right. Speaking of super wary, I mean, I imagine people would take a look at the bottom part of your tattoo, the one with the high on it, right? And that may just look like Japanese to them, right? It might just be a weird set of symbols. Um, yeah, most of the time. What about the chai there? Why the state of Israel and then chai at the bottom? Uh, because chai symbolizes life to me. Sure. Life in general. Yeah. And if you were, you know, let's fast forward, you know, 40 years from now, and you're sitting, you know, around with your grandchildren, and you're wearing a tank top. And they go, Grandpa, what's this shape on your arm? Why does it look like the state of Israel? And why do you have chai written on your arm? What are you going to tell them about that stuff? What would you say uh, to I your would, kids, grandkids even? I, I would tell them that it's all about living life and being free with your expressions. And if you want to get tattoos, go for it. You know, be understanding that it's there forever. And, uh, but what would yeah, you tell and, them about the tattoos? Like, why would if they say, "Why'd you get those?" Right? What, I, I what would, would be the one-minute answer you would give them? I would tell them to go go to Israel, go spend some time in Israel, and see if it has the same life-changing experience that it had on me. Mm. Why was that year so inspirational for you? Why was it so transformative? Uh, just to live in Israel. Uh, you know, I, I was on a Massab program and we were living at Kikar Dizengoff and uh, basically the second oldest building ever built in Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you, you go back and you look at all these old pictures of Dizengoff, uh, the Kikar Dizengoff, the center of Tel Aviv, and there's these two white buildings and we were living in one of them. Uh, so that was really cool. But like just being in Israel, surrounded by Jews, you know, who are all living and getting along in, in one place together. Uh, it, it, the whole experience living in Israel uh, was just a very beautiful time. You know, I have to uh, imagine that living in Israel, a place where it's just Judaism 24-7, where even the garbage people... You know, when they're picking up your trash, they say something like Shabbat Shalom or Chag Sameach, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't get that in the United States. And more importantly, you, you really don't get that in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? There's a wonderful Jewish community there with a, an amazing Jewish campus where everything is right at your fingertips. <coughs> it's really quite lovely. 
Um, but it is also somewhat a smaller Jewish community where Judaism only exists within that small 10,000, you know, group of people um, and within that campus primarily. Um, was there a certain way that Israel made you feel about your Judaism that Charlotte could never do? Oh, it was the simple fact that everybody was Jewish. Right. You know, like I could go on a date and not have to worry about is she Christian or Jewish? Everybody's Jewish. Um, you know, and it's not just Israelis. You're meeting people from all over the world that are Jewish that are coming to Israel because they have the same intentions as you. They want to live in a, a state of Judaism surrounded by other Jews. Did you take a lot of comfort from that? I did. Um, you know, it sucks now because I, where I live in Washington state, I'm very remote and on one side of where I live, it's a super conservative town. Mm. And on the other side, it's super liberal, but it's also uh, like one of those theme towns where it's Christmas 24 mm. seven. Um, and there's no, the nearest synagogue is over a mountain pass and probably back down into Seattle, which is about three hours drive right. from where I'm at. Right. So there's no other Jews around me. I've looked, I've tried finding them. They're not here. You'd have to go to Seattle. So when you feel kind of that loneliness, right, and that, you know, separation from the mainstream Jewish community and, and just, you know, a, a, a Jewish community in general— um, does it, you know, does like your tattoo vibrate in some way or does it warm on your body and that makes you feel better? And, you know, and thinking about the connections that you have, am I off with that? Yeah, I can always look down at my tattoo and have fond memories of Israel. And sure. I'm still friends with a handful of people that I met when I was in Israel. And I have plans in the near future to return to Israel for, um, a short stent visit. It reminds me a lot, you know, what you're saying is what we say at the end of the Passover Seder when we say next year in Jerusalem. Is this kind yeah. of way of saying, you know, like we're doing this in the United States for now, but if we had a chance to in the future, we're going to do this again in Israel. And that's that's kind of what it sounds like to you is that, you know, you're living your life, you're doing your thing, you're trying to, you know, do what everyone else does and become the best person that you are over in life. You're trying to change and grow and you know, you have this reminder on you that no matter where you are, uh, you're going to be in Israel at some point. You're going to be back there again. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. That's really a lovely sentiment. Has there been any problems that you've received as a result of the tattoo that you have? No. Um, no, I did have uh, a brush up with a co-worker at a previous job who um, was super religious about Christianity and wasn't very accepting or open to beliefs outside of his own. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were changing one day in a locker room at a ski resort and I was putting on a shirt. I was taking off a shirt and putting on another shirt and he saw my tattoo and asked if I was Jewish and what the Hebrew lettering meant. And in the days that followed that, he, he everything had shifted. Um, 
to the way that he treated me different. Mm. Uh, we had different conversations, more religious conversations, things that just weren't appropriate for workplace. So almost it made it inconvenient for you. Yeah, almost entirely. Hmm. Well, Alan, uh, uh, are there any other stories uh, that you want to share as a result of this? Because this has been really wonderful. Um, no, I appreciate Wonderful, Alan. Thank you so much. You've been a, a real wonderful uh, guest and sharing your story and the details so generously. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, man. You take care. Um, if you can, uh, actually, I need you to send me a... Uh...